How many people do we encounter on a daily basis? Have you ever taken the time to consider what those people are going through? The dreams, aspirations, fears, and challenges that are faced each day make every individual unique. Can our understanding, our interactions with these individuals, help them overcome the mountains that are faced each and every day? We think so, because it's the little things that can make a big difference. And here's Mitch and Jake. Welcome to The Little Things with Mitch. And Jake. Jake, been a little bit. Got a uh, nice episode coming up and some exciting stuff uh, next week. And our first one that we've got, we'll tell you a little bit later on there, but excited to have you on here for episode 41. What's going on? Not much, my man. Excited to hop on here. Episode 41. Can you believe it? We're running on three years of the podcast now. We've had a lot of fun, had a lot of different uh, experiences and conversations, and we have a big weekend coming up next weekend in Brookings, which we will talk about as well too, but super, super excited for that, and the sun is shining, so I can't complain too much. How are you? Doing well, man. Just excited to get after it. We're going to have a nice Easter Easter break here, and uh, yeah, look forward to the conversation before we, we take a little break. Well, let's dive into it here, episode 41. Uh, before we get started, a special thank you to this season's sponsor, the South Dakota Army National Guard. Today's South Dakota Army National Guard remains strong with more than 3,100 soldiers available to execute its missions. The mission of the South Dakota Army National Guard is to provide combat capability to the warfight, security for the homeland, and provide combat-ready units in three roles, federal, state, and community. A special thank you to those serving for our country here from us at The Little Things. Our main goal is to show you that by appreciating the little things in life and understanding what the people around us are enduring, we can increase everyone's quality of life. The question of the day, what is something that people misunderstand about you? The answer to that question, I am not as strong as people think I am, which I think is super, super relevant here in 2022. A lot going on in today's society and world. Mitch, what are your initial thoughts? I think right to self-confidence. Um, self-confidence in, in what people think of themselves, self-esteem. And we lack it in 2022. We've lacked it for years, but now it's starting to become more known simply because we're more aware of it. Uh, we lack our self-confidence and we question what we're doing. Is it right? Uh, should we be doing it? Are we down the right path? And constantly as we question that, it wavers our strength. So it, it wavers kind of our mission, our values, our beliefs, you know, our faith. Um, so when you question that kind of thing, and it's that's a problem with this is it's human nature to question, right? It, you want the answer. It's at a young age, kids always ask why. Well, a lot of times in the path down life, why can't be answered, but we still ask it. And as we're doing that, we're questioning where we're going, where we want to go. And, and some people, if they question enough, they change. What do you think? I'm right with you. I think it's interesting, the, the self-confidence conversation, because I think it, it wavers, right? We talk uh, about kids a lot, as well as adults, but kids just in today's society and how much they're going through and how many ups and downs there are through that journey. And that continues on, trust me, Mitch, you and I know as well as many of our listeners do that uh, life's a wild ride. There's a lot of ups and downs. And with that, our self-confidence can waver as well too. 
So when the student answered this question, I am not as strong as people think I am, I give that student a lot of props because they are being vulnerable. They're opening up, right? This was an anonymous project that you did, Mitch, but to have a student write that down and be comfortable saying that I think was, was really, really key there. I think that students probably growing a lot with that self-confidence and that ability to kind of speak out on this thing. So with that, I, I think that obviously kids go through a lot adults go through a lot we're talking about self-confidence we're talking about strength do you think it's more relevant for kids these days or more relevant for adults i think the answer is both but it's different <clears throat> kids it's more widespread in kids you know as they're dealing with adolescence and, and hormone changes and relationship changing you're learning about yourself and and kind of where you want to be i think all kids question and wonder about their path, don't feel they're strong. Self-esteem, self-confidence is extremely low uh, as kids are developing. So I think that's where that's at. But I think as it gets to adults, it becomes almost scary maybe. I don't know if I really even want to say that, but almost scary because you're dealing with bigger things, higher stress. Like, you know, in high school when you fail, most of the time there's a way back, you know, to to your path but you fail as an adult and you've got people that are relying on you to succeed and when you don't you're not just letting yourself down you're letting others down so i think it becomes a bigger deal in adults but it's more widespread in kids Does that makes sense i do yeah I'm, I'm thinking of the word responsibilities um as you said you know we're dealing with you know kids are dealing with a lot as well too obviously but they don't have near the responsibilities that adults do and i think with those added responsibilities there's a lot of added pressure right? Whether it's, it's pressure at work, in your relationships, in your family, um, part of your career, like I mentioned, like there's so many different levels of responsibilities that you have, right? And as adults, what's our natural thing to do, right? We want to put on this suit of armor, right? We want to put on this shield. We want to put on this front, like we have it all figured out and we're super, super strong. And the fact of the matter is that we're still human beings. We're still dealing with a lot of those emotions and self-confidence, like you said, and trying to balance all this stuff. And it gets to be a lot, right? Anxiety, stress, and, and depression are at all-time highs right now because there's so much there's so much responsibility. There's so much balancing that we have to do. And then on top of that, with that stuff comes comparison and the expectations, whether, again, it be at work or home. So I think we're dealing with so much today as adults that yeah it's it's really really tough for adults in today's society because we're we're trying to put on that front and that armor and a lot of times we're we're just not quite that strong to be able to to do that long term you know as i was writing this section in cardboard confessionals this i am not as strong as people think i am i think back to high school not when i was in high school but as you know i see high school students all the time and i think many times people especially at that level, try to like conceal their talents and strengths. They don't utilize them. Maybe there's not opportunity to do that. Maybe they're risking judgment, but they don't even like use that stuff. And they just try to do things that everyone else is doing. Well, they're not strong in that. They're not, that's not where their talents ride. That might even be their weakness. So when that sort of thing happens, just imagine where this kid's coming from. Do they have talents in Waverly, where I did this project, did they have talents going on where they just couldn't utilize them? There wasn't a spot. And what scares me about that is, and I and I tell kids all the time that are struggling, it's like, hey, 
high schools i love high school i love i love school i love what it does for kids but it's not for everyone right you like you move forward like take the good things with you that you're strong at that you know and utilize them like you're not able to here and i guess that's kind of where i'm at with that i i worry a little bit because i think still that adults conceal their talents and uh, conceal their talents and strengths and don't utilize them to to get the best potential out of themselves does that make sense it does yeah and i'm going to piggyback off that a little bit something you said there about school it is so interesting because and we've talked about this before in prior episodes but when you're in school you're kind of just in this box right like you know you're 15 16 17 years old you you only know what you know up to that point you've kind of been put in this box and obviously experiences increase and whatnot but but school like once you get outside of school even just that transition from high school to college is so eye-opening you know it was for you and i but just in general like just getting out of the house getting out of your parents house and experiencing you know other kids experiencing that as the same at the same time right just new life experiences um being more responsive being more responsible you know having to go to class having to cook and clean and and manage your schedule and all that so i think it's just interesting what you said about school because that's so eye-opening even just that transition from high school to college um one thing as well too that you kind of hit on there is you know we talk about concealing these talents and whatnot there, there's a really simple quote out there that i love and is that it's that you are one of one literally you are one of one there is no one else like you on this entire planet and i think it's interesting i went through this as well you did too in trying to fit in right trying to be like others and we've said many times on the pod before too comparison is the thief of joy when we're not true to ourselves where it's almost like we're we're holding or we're boxing in that happiness and that purpose that we can fully live through because we're trying to be someone else we're we're tucking it away and that's why we get so anxious and whatnot is because when we try to keep up others with others we try to be other people we're not very comfortable right or we're not very good at it well of course that's natural because you're not being yourself right so when i think of that and and concealing our strengths and even our weaknesses too like we just have to be the best version of ourself and, and continue to live through that. And when you do that, you become more comfortable, you become more confident, you become more energetic and passionate about the things that you're doing, right? And then over time, you begin to surround yourself with the people who also have those same interests and whatnot. So I think that's super, super important. Be you, literally, you are one of one. And when you try to compete, um, you're just gonna get left behind and become more and more stressed out and more and more anxious. So when people do this, when they hold their talents and their strengths in and act stronger than they actually are, what does this lead to? A lot of anxiety, Mitch. A lot of anxiety and stress. I've talked about this a little bit prior, but I've been, you know, I've had my doubts with, um, bouts, I should say, with anxiety for the past three, three and a half years. And a lot of it led to kind of keeping in those feelings and whatnot. You know, I've been on kind of a wild ride, but life's a wild ride for everyone, right? There's so many ups and downs. And when you conceal <laughs> yourself, you know, in, in, a, in a bigger picture, if you conceal yourself, you're keeping a lot in, right? And stuff tends to boil up, right? And when stuff, stuff eventually reaches a boiling point, then that makes it really, really tough. So my point of emphasis or my takeaway would be get comfortable with being uncomfortable 
right? Which is being more vulnerable. Be open to having more conversations about how you're feeling. And if you don't feel comfortable having those conversations with your friends, then honestly, you might need to look at potentially switching up some friends, you know, or substituting some in and out. We've talked about this a little bit before, Mitch, but like true friendship isn't just going out on the weekends together. It isn't just being a part of the same sports team and experiencing all the highs together, right? Like that's, that is friendship, but a a core good friendship, a core good relationship is being able to have those tough conversations and being able to open up and talk about what you're struggling with, right? Talk about being vulnerable and, and what you're going through. Like those are true relationships. So I think those conversations need to happen. And when you don't have those, those lead to stress and anxiety. When you kind of look at your friends and things like that, a lot of, a lot, a lot of people develop their strongest relationships when they leave high school. They either go to college or the workforce. It's uh, they're they're going through these transitions in life, and they they need more from their friends at that time in their life. Uh, they they need more support. It's not just an entertainment factor like high school. Now I will say there's been high school kids that have been through a ton. And you tend to see those kids that have reached out to friends at that age and utilized them and supported them. And it was more than just entertainment. It was for that support. You see those friendships tend to stick a lot longer. But, I mean, that really tells the tale. People always say, like, oh, you're never going to come back to high school and meet your friends and things like that. Well, there's there's science. Like, there's a sociological reason why that is. It's Those rela- uh, relationships aren't as developed as the ones that are uh in in middle or uh in college and and that's where it's at i mean people need to understand that it's well yeah this is some joe blow well no if you met this guy or gal in college and something happened to you and this friend helped you through that they might still be as good a friend so it's it's just the stages i guess i i've I've always thought of that and it it's such a misconception because it's like well high school friends don't matter no you just didn't need them for what you needed your college friends for you know what i mean right yeah it kind of goes back to what we talked about a little bit earlier and just when you get out of that high school box or window let's call it just your your life experience is just open wide up right right you have you have this freedom which can cause a lot of kids to go down the wrong path right because you you're 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 dealing with these choices that you have all of a sudden and you don't have someone to tell you, well, you got to be home at 10 or you got to do this or you're not going to eat supper tonight if you do this. Like, you know, there's there's so many different directions you can go. And those experiences shape us, right? And I think that goes back to a point of you need to have the right people around you. You have to be surrounded with with individuals who, you know, not only have been through those experiences with you, but have helped you through those, right? I think that's, that's super, super important to find those people. Um, you and I certainly have, and a lot of our listeners have, and some people might still be trying to find that, that tribe or that group of people that can help them through a tough time. And, and if you are, um, I would, I would recommend just sticking to, to what you enjoy, right? Whether you enjoy playing music or going to live concerts or journaling or hiking or whatever it is, continue to do those things. And eventually you will find people that also enjoy those things, right? And then you can start to have those deeper conversations and whatnot. But that's kind of my take, Mitch, on it. Well, I think he answered the next question, too, a little bit. Like, what are some ways to overcome it and to develop the tribe and and go that route? I I completely agree with that. And I think being able to take a step back, take a few steps back, and 
and look at your life and like just put it into perspective and I I realize that when I go out and talk I always say that like taking steps back some people are like what the heck is that like what what do you mean take a step look what does that even look like and I'm gonna get on my soapbox here a little bit it's different for everyone I mean there's a lot of people that sit here and need to write out all their goals and their plans and have action steps for all that um there's like I'll tell you Sunday night I mean you you want to look at perspective and taking a step back this is how I do it and it's Sunday night after I put the kids to bed 9 nine thirty, I go walk for an hour and a half and I don't care I my 10 to 10 below is my limit I ain't going outside in that but I'm walking around Watertown that late like and that's that's my perspective that I that's me taking a few steps back in complete quiet and just thinking about things and and it can be anything. I my mind is completely clear when I leave, but it's unbelievable what things come to me. And I tell you what, I'm ready to crush the week when I do that. But I think a lot of people are looking for that, and it looks very, very different for everyone. So it's not like, oh yeah, I actually got to sit down for two hours and write down all my goals and st-. no. But you do need to take a step back and and think about where you're going, where you've been, and where you want to go, and that's really, really important. And it can help with this. Like, trust me, I've thought on my walks, like, Jesus, is this position, am I in the right field? Is education the right thing for me? And by the time I get done with it, it's always yes. But things come up in your day that constantly make you question, are you doing the right things? Are you on, I'm sure in your venture, Jake, that you've had times where you've done that and you've had different things that you do to you know, quotation marks, take a step back and look at, but yours is different than mine. So what, what do you do? I guess when you, when you got to take a step back and and look at things and perspective. Yeah. No. Yeah. I love that, Mitch. Thanks for sharing, you know, your walk and a lot of things go through your mind on your walk, like you said, right. And in the creative space, a lot of people talk about, you know, like brainstorming and whatnot, they have a trouble, they have trouble doing that at a desk and coming up with ideas and coming up with content and whatnot. And the second they drop all their devices and get outside and go for a 15 minute walk, that's when all their ideas come, right? Because you are taking a step back, quote unquote, like you say, you're slowing down. And I think that is super, super important. And, and I'm the same way too. There's a saying out there that in order to speed up, you need to slow down right? In order to speed up, you need to slow down. And what that means is you have to take a step back and actually look at your life from like, you know, they talk about a a 30,000 foot view, right? Like you're in an airplane, like look at your life from 30,000 feet, right? What do I want to accomplish? What are my goals? What do I want my life to look like, right? And then you break it down into kind of a quote unquote plan, your 10 year plan, your five year plan, your year plan, the next six months, what do the next six months look like? And you can do this in your relationships too. Like, what do I want my relationships? What do I want my friendships community to look like? And then you can break them down, right? But we get so sped up with news and social media and, and hanging out all the time that we don't take that time to take a step back, right? And I think that's why it's so important. So when you're able to slow down and actually plan out and think about what you want your life to look like, 
you can actually plan for some of this stuff and you can surround yourself with the right people and you can start taking action steps daily towards those goals but you can't do that if you're sped up all the time so no i i love that and that's kind of my take on it too and it's something that i've preached right uh, a big part of you know getting back to jake if you will was putting the devices down stop comparing myself to others and you know, um, deleting social media for weeks at a time. I did that both in Colorado and Oklahoma, and I spent a lot of time outside hiking. I spent a lot of time just in nature and, and allowing my my thoughts to kind of flow freely. And then I, once I was clear and felt like I was me again, then I sat down and actually put a plan together. And that's kind of how this stuff is stemmed from. So um, I'm right with you, Mitch, take a step back. I think it's a, a very simple, but uh, a very good point. Well, lastly, just to kind of put things kind of where we need them here, because it's, it's been a shift, like podcasting on this, social media, just awareness of mental health, and I think this one lines up uh, pretty well with it, because if you think you're not as strong, or if you're not as strong as people think you are, and you allow that to continue on, it is going to go right into mental health and, and pick up, so... Uh, what's the shift been like in mental health and the awareness of it and asking for help in the last 10 to 15 years, you think? Thankfully, I think the awareness has increased dramatically towards mental health, uh, especially, you know, 10 to 15 years, of course, but even since COVID, you know, really, I would say in the last like two years, it has become almost at the forefront of the conversation and we're still getting there right we're still getting better and whatnot but mental health is so so important and thankfully it has become uh, a part of the bigger discussion right there was always this saying um at least in the corporate will world uh work-life balance right and i had one of my good friends a couple weeks ago actually told me that it's not just work-life balance anymore you need to incorporate work into your life Right. So it kind of becomes a part of your life instead of having them two separate things. And I think that's so, so key and such a good point, because, again, we live extremely busy lives like we're always on edge. Right. We kind of need to, again, take a step back, slow down and get that stuff figured out. And thankfully, more and more people are opening up and being more vulnerable and being more comfortable having those conversations. There's so many resources out there. Uh, both online, in-person therapy. So I think it's really becoming a bigger part of the discussion and is, is being brought to the forefront, and I'm very, very thankful for that. Well, and I'm just going to relate it back to the project. I, I don't believe Cardboard Confessionals project happens 15 years ago. I don't think people share where they're at. I don't think they're actually honest. Where We were in a time where, where kids needed it. They were seeking this. They were They were trying to... To reach out, not necessarily get help, but just be able to share it because there's a lot of pressure on them. You know, they, they're they not as strong as people think they are. But this gave them an opportunity, an outlet to say, like, hey, this is where I'm at. might have been the first time a lot of these kids shared their, their faults and their weaknesses and their, you know, their self-confident, lack of self-confidence. So, by this person putting this and I'm not as strong as people think, well, you're stronger than you think. You put it in there, you know, and I think that's a pretty cool deal too. I mean, it's, it's been cool. It's, it's taken you and I on this, this journey of a podcast and speaking and different things like that. So, and it's all simply because of the shift, 
and I think kids are better off and people are better off knowing and getting rid of that stigma that getting help is weakness and and that's what this is all about is reaching out when you're down we've lost too many folks um for reasons that they just they weren't able they didn't think they were able to get help you know and and that's one of the many reasons that we're here talking that we spend time uh working with this but uh loved love doing the mission with you man it's it's been an absolute pleasure it's been so fun so fun it's been an absolute pleasure just like you said just want to circle back around on two quick points one vulnerability is counterintuitive um it's not weakness it's strength right you have to think about how hard is it to actually reach out to someone and have a deep conversation about something you're struggling with right that's showing strength when you're reaching out for help so again part of that mental health um shift the last 10 to 15 years that's big time and the second thing um you giving the kids that platform to be able to do that right so you were you were vulnerable you got an idea that sparked from the wall in brookings right you got that idea and then you gave these kids the ability to open up which i think is so cool and it gave them the opportunity to be vulnerable and i think you know you and i have you know with your work and then my work as well too that started with us being vulnerable and trying to provide an opportunity to you know a platform to have these conversations right what i which i think is so special special and i want to you know tell our listeners as well too like you guys can do the same thing right you know you can do anything you want you can be creative you can create a platform you can create these conversations by just being real with people and just being human and i think um it's pretty cool that that all started at least this stuff started with cardboard confessionals and that opportunity in that classroom so i appreciate it yeah um i appreciate that jake i mean it i I didn't know where that this project was going to go and and what people were going to think of it you know you just kind of did it and i hear that all the time i think that's why people enjoy listening to our podcast is our willingness to be vulnerable it's what a lot of people struggle with they admire what we're able to do other people probably could care less about our stories but there are some that by listening to you and me share it may give them the confidence to take an extra step that they never thought they would love it man Love it. Uh, Before the end, we always revisit past episodes. We include reviews, questions from our audience. We read a few shout-outs as well, too. Comments from our listeners are brought to you by Certified Financial Planner at Northwestern Mutual, Luke Bruns. Luke has been with Northwestern Mutual since 2009. He strives to protect what matters most to you and your family. For more information, contact us at thelittlethings.mitchandjake at gmail.com. Mitch, you want to talk about the drawing and donation that we had? Yeah, actually, drawing and donation that we did have. It was kind of a Christmas gift. We just posted it on the little things, but kind of following back, Casey Birch won, and we did announce this last time, but we actually gave it to her and just made it official on the uh on the Facebook page, but yeah, she, uh, true friends is what she donated her hundred dollars to, and she got a $50 Amazon gift card. So, um, a late, very late Merry Christmas to you, Miss Birch from the little things. Yeah. So awesome to be able to do that. And then as we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, we have a big weekend coming up, uh, April 23rd in Brookings at cool beans, coffee and roastery. Mitch, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, we got uh, Cool Beans and Brookings at the coffee shop. Kurt Osborne uh, approached us and wanted to do an opportunity um, with that, and we were like, absolutely, let's uh, let's get it done. So, uh, yeah, we'll be there Saturday morning from 10 to 11. Um, 
going to do some live. we got uh, VJ Smith and Brad DeBeer are going to be there to join us on a quick hit, uh, giving away some prizes, coffee, and things like that. But I want to do that. I want to get in the community a little more. Um, you know, I, I like looking at your face, Jake, but I'd like to see some other faces while we do it once in a while, too. Trust me, it's a lot better to get into the community than, than stare at Mitch. I, I've seen you enough, brother. Love you. But let's get into the community, and we're going to do that at, at Cool Beans next Saturday. So really looking forward to that. It's going to be a great time. Um, yeah, so yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to talk about um, the last comments. Um, I do want you to tell a, a quick story about an interaction that you had in Wichita, if you could share that. Absolutely. Uh, two of them, actually, I'll share the first one because old Stephen Lee, right, just said they were going down to Wichita and, like, his van that he was driving, and they just listened to the Little Things podcast the whole way down, which is so cool. And we talked about it a little bit after the USD women's game. That was fun. Sweet 16, they had a heck of a season. But uh, going down there and, and just trying to get after it, it was a good time. But um want to share the other story that it was – probably too late you know nothing good my mom always told me nothing good happens after midnight but i think this was kind of a cool deal so um a kid from usd that uh evan verwey my brother-in-law knew and might have even been related to so uh we got talking or whatever and he wanted to introduce him because he's an elementary major um he his name's carter um carter larson and he's a sga vice president i believe he was homecoming royalty or something like that um but anyway we get talking about this and he's just what do you do where do you work anything like that and then just out of the blue man he's just like dude do you do like a podcast or something i'm like i said well yeah i do do a podcast that's cool that you know that and i said where'd you find it and he said you know i just searched online for it for educational podcasts and the little things came up and I listen to it about every day that I go down for student teaching, and it's it's cool like that. That I mean, people are actually hitting on it, and like we look at statistics, it's all over, you know, all over the country, all over the world. So I mean, it's been it's been kind of a cool ride to to see that. But those stories are like what what matter. I mean, like if he didn't like it, he wouldn't have even brought it up. You know, he wouldn't have even remembered it. But just that he knew my name and he had said your name too and like that's that's what all this is about you know yeah such a cool cool story and just for you to like go down to wichita obviously usd was playing but for that interaction to happen is kind of wild as well too but such a cool story there so um our last comments here are brought to you by sporty's bar and grill it's locally owned in madison south dakota a great place to wind down they serve burgers, appetizers, and Madison's best chicken wings. They are open from 4 p.m. to close Monday through Saturday, and they do serve lunch on Fridays and Saturdays from 11 to 2. Stop by Sporty's and see the friendly staff there today. Mitch, last comments on episode 41. It's a good one. We nailed her, man. This is good. We're kind of winding down. Obviously, we had a quick hit in Brookings. Uh, Kurt Osborne at Cool Beans is hosting us next Saturday. That'll be a lot of fun. Going to give some gift cards away and stuff. Just kind of cool to to get out and do that. But then we only have one more episode from the book. And then we have Ask Me Anything. But uh, really excited about our next guest. Should be should be a lot of a lot of fun there, Jake. It's been fun. It's been a blast, dude. Episode 41 was super fun. I am not as strong as people think I am. But hopefully there was a lot of takeaways today. And enjoyed the conversation, brother. Tune in for the next episode. Well, obviously, we got a quick hit next, but the next question What is something 
that is misunderstood about you? The answer to that question? Feelings toward other people. This is Mitch. And Jake. Signing out. This was a special presentation of The Little Things by Mitch and Jake. For more details on the podcast or the project, check out mitch-reed.com, itsjustjake.com, or purchase Cardboard Confessionals on Amazon. And remember, the first step to helping someone in need is understanding and appreciating what they are going through. Thank you for listening.